You are right. It is dark outside in the city of where are you? Bangkok, Thailand. Wow, cool. <laughs> Amazing. And where are you? Uh Toronto. We love Toronto. We love Toronto, absolutely. <clears throat> Big fan. Big fan. Born and raised. Born, raised two hours uh east, and then moved back like 12 years ago. So where east? I grew up in Prince Edward County. It's like a rural kind of farming area. Yeah, I, I lived on a lived on a farm. <laughs> that sounds amazing. You lived on a farm. Were you working on the farm? Just no, my it, like my parents weren't farmers. My grandpa was a farmer, so there was just like a lot of land, and he, you know. I guess, rented that land out to tenant farmers after he was, you know, too old to farm it himself. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if this is the same grandpa I was thinking when I was reading your tweets. I just want to touch base on this grandpa situation. Was Did you have a tweet that said, I think it's, I think you probably retweeted it, but it's someone's grandpa was wearing like a Carhartt fit. And, oh. and it was like, like people in New York would pay $800. Yeah, that was... Week. That was definitely a retweet. That was not my grandpa. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so true, Bestie, though. Like, he fits would would have been well-received in the Dime Square locale. Ooh. Ooh, you know about Dime Square. Yeah, everyone does. They do, but... <sighs> they do. But I just feel like I'm just Dime Square adjacent. I stopped mm. hang I stopped hanging out in in quote unquote Dime Square when that when it got too crazy because like everyone is just trying to be seen. And Orchard Street now is crazy. Everyone decided to open up a store on o Orchard Street. Mm. Yeah, probably for the best that you um decided to stop hanging out there. I don't it know. Was, it was all for the best, but that's also a lie because every Sunday. No, every Saturday I go to Colbo to visit friend and guest of the show, Brandon, who does the coffee program there. But mm. I only go there and then I, I get out and go to Chinatown or Nalita right away because I actually, I'm just going to admit to you right now that I used to go to Bodie like all the time. Mm -hmm. Well, I, we love Bodie. We love Bodhi, but we don't love dropping Bodhi prices every single time you walk in. Oh, certainly not. No, window shopping only. But I mean, it depends. Like I, through like the farm family thing, I have access to like a massive archive of like vintage antique textiles and like embroidered tablecloths. And like, I literally... Like I can make Bodhi myself kind of thing. So, so, so yeah, unfortunately, like some people need to pay Bodhi prices. I can, yeah, I have like a giant trunk full of that stuff. So sick. Yeah. I was the first day in Bangkok, we went to JJ market and it's this like street market with a bunch of vintage clothing to lots of reworked clothing and there was a booth that was remember the first year at Bodhi they were like 
repurposing like clothes from rice packages like the the textiles of that dude there was a whole section of that here and i was like the kids will love this oh my god <laughs> yeah. i mean people will pay any price for anything uh i'm not gonna like make any like argument that like bodhi is like overpriced or anything you know they started out you know using like antique textiles which are so rare like it makes sense but yeah it's also you know not really like affordable prices for everyone <laughs> not Before affordable sorry, not overpriced but not affordable either it's true before i left for overseas i peeped the sandy lang sample sale line shit was wrapped around a big block of orchard street and the kids kids are they're, they'll die on this hill I mean, God bless them, right? <laughs> we all need hobbies. <laughs> People over 30 now these days, we won't stand in a line. I think that's the thing that we've cut off in our lives. But the Sandy Lang line, it looked like it was just like everyone under 30. Um, yeah, it's like almost like its own scene or something. Yeah, I mean, I just think like sample sales aren't what they used to be. Like, as far as I'm aware, like, again, I don't live in New York, so maybe I don't know, but, um, oh, yeah, you, know. you used to be able to get, like off season stuff for like, you know, $60, like, like basically things were like a hundred dollars back then. And I think you go to sample sales now and it's like, you know, the prices are like maybe 50% off, but it's not like thing. Yeah. Things just like, aren't really like super affordable still. However, I did see um, some like cool fashion person that I follow went to like a Vivian Westwood sample sale and they were, you know, pulling out like these amazing boots that they got for like 70 bucks. I'm like, okay, well that I can roll with, you know? So you just got to find the right ones, I guess. But you I'm do. not, I'm not like quite in the know. <laughs> really? I feel like you're definitely in the know, even though you don't live in New York, I think I feel like I could come to you and you would know. Oh, <laughs> I don't think you know about these things in advance. I'm just like, oh, huh. The Sandy Lang sample cell is happening now. Interesting. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> yeah. I don't think I go to any sample sales anymore because it just feels like a regular price thing these days. I, I don't know why. Like the comb sample sale last year. I mean, nothing was hitting, and the line is just so off-putting. Mm -hmm. um, so I just can't do that. But I'm trying to remember last time I went to a sample sale and actually got something. I think it was actually Sandy, but, like, first year, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Times times are tough. What do you got in Toronto? Uh, sample sale one? Because you like to shop. I feel like you like to shop. I do. I really do. It's definitely a problem. I'm always, I guess I do shop a bit more online. Um, mm -hmm. I'm always just like scrolling the real, real, like looking at 
you know, my favorite sustainable fashion influencers. I'm like, what are they wearing? Ooh, I haven't heard of this brand. And then just like kind of keeping tabs. There's like, yeah, like interesting little boutiques uh, that, you know, you can shop. There's like ad hoc Penticton, which is just a random shop in like the middle of British Columbia that like somehow stocks this really cool stuff. And, you know, they'll have sales sometimes. Yeah, shipping to Canada is awful though. Like it it costs $50 flat on the real real and then you have to pay duties on like whatever stuff comes in. So you think you're getting a deal. You're like, "Oh, these Max Mara pants are $30, incredible." And then you're like, "It was more like 100 bucks." Like uh yeah, so not really worth it, but um, You got essence though. No. Yeah, we got, we got essence. It's so like bloated, though. The it's like you have to scroll through everything, and then there's things that I, you know, you think that you see a cool thing from a brand, and you're like, well, I know essence carries this brand, and you'll go, and they don't carry that thing. So their edit is just like not a hundred percent my taste. Uh, yeah, it's like you know more streetwear than like. I myself like, but, but yeah, no, you're right. I do like to shop. Um, yeah, I was at like Holt Renfrew the other day, just looking around, you know, they've got a sale and the black Isimiyaki pleats, please pants were calling my name, narrowly escaped spending $500 on pants, but you know, oh, my cat just jumped onto the table. As she, as she can, I will. Gladly talk to your cat. She's okay, really sorry. No, it's I. It's it's great. But the pleats, please. Uh, that's another thing I want to touch. I think I feel like I've memorized your tweets or something like that. Someone also tweeted about. Oh, it's the TikToker, right? That was talking smack. Oh yeah, about how like somebody was. Yeah, basically, I don't know. Somebody just like wanted to post a hot take that like, please, please isn't flattering. And people are just like, yeah, you don't get it. Like, that's not the point. No. Please, please. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, then don't wear it. Like, <laughs> we, don't, we don't care. We still like it. We still like yeah, it. Yeah, it, it was like that. That burn was like not hitting the way the person thought it was at all. Terrible. Yeah. People just always want to make a comment. I know. I always want to make a comment too. It's you, you really have to like restrain yourself sometimes, but yeah. Restraining. Definitely. Like me, when you brought up the real, real and I wanted to buy a, something from the row and obviously the row is good on the real, real. I was going to mm. get this like jacket on the real, real. And I was about to pull the trigger, dude. Bless my heart. I don't know how I did not do it, but that was, that was a hard one. Yeah. And you know what? After trying on the please, please pants in the store, I, I had this like revelation and I was like, oh, from now on, I should only buy clothing in store. Like there was something just so civilized about that experience. Just like going there, seeing something and being like, oh, I really like vibe with this specific garment and then you know you put it on and you can see oh okay this one's not right but like these ones are actually incredible which obviously as we know you don't get that online shopping but we've it seems like we've given that up in favor of convenience or at least 
I have because it just feels so much easier. But yeah, it was almost like a revelation, <laughs> an extremely obvious revelation that I wish I had had sooner. So anyways, I don't know if I'll actually put that into practice, but I would like to start shopping just more online. Or sorry. In person, right? Have you ever, yeah. I'm sure you, I mean, everyone has taken a photo of the fits you're trying on and you're sending it to your friends, but have you ever went to the followers? Have you ever gone to Twitter or is it not fast enough that the followers, you're asking them for, what do you think? I don't need a second opinion. I know <laughs> what I like. Only the finished fits get posted. And the finished fits you post, fire. Well, that's okay. That's not true. One, I did get a new pair of glasses and I, you know, you like them in the store and then you get them home and you're just like, I actually hate these. So I did post a pair of me wearing these glasses, which I had already got. Like, it wasn't like, do I get these or not? It was like, what do we think of these? And it was, you know, it was mostly positive response, but I think because I had just sort of written them off in my head. I was just like, okay, so they're not that bad, but I don't know if I can do them. So now I just like, I, I have these new glasses, but I'm just still wearing my old ones. <laughs> I want to ask like how many pairs of glasses do you own? So uh, usually only one at a time because glasses are so expensive. Right. Like I've got these crazy prescriptions. So usually I just spend like 800 bucks every five years on like one pair of glasses Damn. and just wear that. Um, yeah. So usually just one. I, I just have to ask, cause you, I, it seems like you have every glasses made that's yeah. out there and they look great. No, just this one pair. Re really? Yeah. They're my signature. Quote unquote signature. Yeah, like Anna Wintour and her sunglasses. Me just no. like wearing wearing a normal ass pair of frames is my signature. And also announcing the layoffs on with her glasses still on. Crazy. I mean, that is an on-brand move. Like, wow. I don't know why people were surprised by that. I I am just like, I, I don't, I'm like, I don't even think she was trying to be rude. <laughs> But like, yeah, obviously that's not something a normal human does. Like that's a very like alien move. It, an yeah. alien move. Uh, an alien move. That's like somebody who doesn't understand Earth's customs is just like trying to muddle along and do their best. And it did not land. No. <laughs> Rashad and this is Wear Many Hats presented by Dasar. You can check out all the episodes of the Wear Many Hats podcast on all platforms and at wearmanyhats.com. 
rate and comment the Wear Many Hats show on Apple Podcasts and drop five stars on Spotify. WMH and Desar is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you. Isabella Sloan is a writer. Isabella is a fashion and lifestyle journalist based in Toronto, Ontario. She has been writing about fashion professionally since 2012 and has been published in the New York Times, Elle, the Wall Street Journal, Harper's Bazaar, The Strategist, and more. I found Isabella through her tweets when she retweeted friend and guest of the show, Jamie Rothenberg of at Food Jars. Check out her Substack Freak Palace for her takes on fashion and what she can't live without. The bio is interrogating consumption habits and why we buy the things we do i instantly subscribed when i had to figure out who isabel is i thought of an image of ben stiller looking into a puddle in zoolander we're here for her eggnog reviews and hopes she takes that stained glass course to recreate the pizza hut lamp please welcome isabel sloan to wear many hats thank you for having me rashad i Hope I got that bio completely correct. Nailed it. Cool. The crazy thing about being in Thailand right now is that the Thai iced tea is has more caffeine than the iced Americano. Okay. Okay. And I'm like super wired right now. Do your thing. But it's morning right now for you and you're drinking a cup of coffee, I believe. I am. I am. The fits. What are we rocking right now? Oh my God. Well, <laughs> I, had, I had anxiety dreams about like, <laughs> I literally had anxiety dreams about missing this. Yeah. The dream was just that I like woke up at like 11 and had like missed it and then was trying to like toggle between this like work meeting and this. And I like was like, I'm so sorry. Um, what am I wearing right now? So my apartment's <laughs> Old. So when I'm just inside working from home, I'm usually rocking a full wool fit. Um, so I've got on the Cordera, like big ass wool pants, mm-hmm. Baba cardigan and shirt by Bash Paris. So it, it like sounds luxe, but it it looks very scrubby IRL. Like I, I shan't be posting this fit. Post away. Are you kidding me? I love Baba. I've got a Baba sweater for friends for Christmas. I had no idea what Baba was. And then friends were just like, this is what I want. This is what I want or whatever. And so there you have it. But no, the fit's great. And Kodora, come on. Who doesn't? We need it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like they're just... You're bringing Maybe. farming back, you know, you got giant pants. What's not to love? <laughs> I think it's just perfect for Toronto right now. Yeah, it's like, it's chilly. It's getting chillier here. Do you walk out with that fit or is that just the cottage core? We're just going to stay inside. This is a pure cottage core stay inside. I would not wear these wool pants outside. Um, I would probably like the top fine. It's just like a normal button down shirt, but I would probably change into like jeans or regular pants or something. But yeah, my, I don't know. It's funny. Like I post the fits and then I'll just put on like a big practical coat on top of them. And I'm like, oh, I don't look cool. Like no (laughs) street style photographer is going to be like knocking at my door. Like in order to to really cultivate that like cool persona thing, mm-hmm. it needs to be hundred percent commitment head to toe. 
And I just don't have that in me. I'm like, you know, I'm really cold right now. <laughs> and, and I don't want to like wear shoes that I'm going to ruin. So I'm just going to wear these like giant boots. Yeah. I'm not really like looking super chic on the streets of Toronto. It's like more for the purposes of the internet. Streets of Toronto look chic on the daily or what's your hot take? Um, <laughs> She's making a um, face. Really? But, it, but I, you know, you go to New York too and you're just like, oh, most like 90% of people dress really normal and then 10% of people look amazing. And so Toronto, it's probably closer to like maybe like 95, 5, 98, yeah, I don't know. Damn. Um, not even shade. It's just like, it's a practical city. Like every, yeah. Style isn't like the number one. It's not, it's not a fashion capital, right? It's just happens to be the biggest city in Canada, the country where I was born. So it's just where I ended up. Besides the six, Drake. Yes, what is... It, is, it is the six. <laughs> I don't think anybody actually calls it that. It's in a cute, it's in a couple business <laughs> names. Like there's a doggy daycare near my house that's called like Paws in the Six or something. <laughs> and I always look at that and think, like, did you just get like your millennial grandson to like name this? <laughs> I mean, it, it opened like six years ago. So then it was like, did you get your millennial grandson to name this? Like it's just very, very cringe. But What's Toronto known for, in your words? Uh, oh, what's it known for? Oh, that's such a good question. Um, food, definitely. I think it's known for, like, having incredible restaurants. And, like, even, like, a random joint in a strip mall, it, you're going to get food in a like styrofoam container and it's going to be like the best thing you've ever tasted in your life damn yeah we do food really well here so does montreal yes yeah they do as well totally <laughs> gotta go back yeah i don't know how we do it because you go to the grocery store and you're like this produce is crap <laughs> like, what are these chefs getting this delicious produce but I guess yeah I guess they have access to you know food supply chain streams that the average consumer does not so going back to Fitz do you ever okay so after doing you know the digging I don't know why but I think the last thing I saw was your indie sleaze fits. And so I would just want to know, like, have you ever, so you obviously have transitioned from different styles. What's your favorite? Oh, sorry. When you say my indie sleaze fits, were those like <clears throat> the, like those, the outfits that I wore, like, like in 2008? Ago. Yeah. 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 So that was like the fashion blog era. So I've been online since blog 1.0. Yeah, 2006, technically. Yeah, as like literally a teenager, just like this is a thing that I do after school, <laughs> talk to people and like write about fashion online. So yeah, been doing it for a real long time now. Yeah, how has my style transitioned over time? Well, I don't know. I think 
you're just interested in like whatever the zeitgeist is happening at the time. And at the time it was very American apparel. Like I worked at American apparel. So yeah. So got a good discount and just had a lot of their clothes and rotation plus was obviously like really obsessed with thrifting. So it was all like American apparel plus thrifting. And in that indie sleaze era, the things you're thrifting are like, the crazy 1980s like shoulder pad like acrylic sweaters like big button downs that you're wearing with like a belt and leggings and boots and so yeah that was kind of my style vibe back then and yeah then it's just sort of uh you know muted and changed over time I I was 2014 was like the goth jams era uh as my friend called it goth jams 2k14 (laughs) um and so just yeah just wearing like wednesday adams little outfits with like neat socks and whatnot um so yeah i think for a time period i pretty much only wear wore black and that yeah that's been starting to change recently within the last two years like for the longest time I really only wore like neutrals like black white gray beige um and yeah now I'm starting to incorporate you know a bit more color yeah well I always loved patterns like it would it would be the neutrals and then patterns and now I'm like oh a solid color suddenly holds some appeal that it didn't before so I think, you know, my style is in equal parts influenced by whatever is like happening in the outer world. And then also just whatever I'm interested in on a personal level, which at this moment is, I don't know, like, I I love jeans. I just love jeans. I can't give up jeans. I love normal jeans. Everyone's always on about like, oh, there's too many jean styles. I don't know which ones to wear. And it's like, I just want to wear the jeans that like some, like a picture of like a random teen in like the nineties was wearing like 501s vibes, Mm -hmm. but not specifically 501s because they like look different on everyone. And I don't think they look good on me, but normal jeans, normal jeans. So you were getting crazy with the hot topic American apparel days neutrals after chilling now getting crazy with it again love that I mean I don't I think I was I have always been crazy with it it's more just I just don't like I didn't like color that much it's hard yeah why is color in my home I like color being surrounded by it but just why did I not like color I mean it wasn't like I was wearing one shade like it would would be contrasts in an outfit yeah, I don't know. I never thought about it. Not sure if like any specific color looked good on me. You know, red just felt like too intense. I liked green, but for some reason just never. Oh, yeah. Lo- always loved the sage green, like the dark sage green, mm-hmm. the military kind of color. That so that good. was like a neutral to me. So, yeah, I- I'd wear like that kind of color with black. And it was just more of a muted color palette, I guess. Yeah, just not into like the brights. The brights are hard. The brights are hard, but now I like the brights. Yeah, I don't know. I guess you just have to be in a specific mood for it. Like I'm trying to, yeah, maybe maybe before I wasn't trying to add any color or joy to people's lives. And now I am. (laughs) 
You, you truly are. Yeah. I hope. No, you are. You are. With the fits, the captions, the sub stack. I feel like I have a similar, I was on the similar train as you, but the different styles, the different colors, the, the different patterns. People think I only wear black, and I'm just like, no, you just only see me in a period of time. But I am in my neutral phase too, but I do love color. I love the, you know, the armor greens, but like, Bottega Green can't live without like I'm I'm going to a, like a resort or whatever and like I was thinking about going getting like crazy with it wearing red or yellow swim trunks or whatever but people would be like that's not who Rashad is like who is this person <laughs> well you can wear like black and neutral colors and still have interesting style and like be wearing things with interesting details like I see that you're wearing a western shirt which has like different like contrasting piping and like interesting details on it and so yeah like black doesn't mean boring as we all know it just yeah you can be drawn to things that have like little special aspects about them and it doesn't have to be yeah Clothing doesn't have to be colorful to be interesting. During that time, what was your favorite band? Or what did you listen to? You can you can break it down. You could break it down. I haven't listened to new music since two like I think my knowledge of new music just ended at 2008. So yeah, anything that people I'm like, I'm not cool. Like I'm not listening to what's out there. Yeah, I mean, in my, like, early 20s, like, mid-20s, so the goth jam is definitely the Smiths. Like, Smiths, probably one of my all-timers, 100%. Um, but I've always been into, like, you know, like, the punk stuff, like, really liked Big Black, Shellac, the Jesus Lizard. Yeah, kind of, like, the heavier stuff. Yeah, when I, was in a te- when I was a teen, I was into, like, Riot Girl and Nirvana and, like, 90s grunge, Mud Honey. Now, oh, and I, I love, like, Joanna Newsome. She's one of my faves. Love Elliot Smith. Love the sad singer-songwriters as well. Uh, yeah, love Songs Ohio. Jason Molina, R.I.P., I mean, R.I.P. Elliot as well. Just really love people who commit suicide, apparently. Oh my God. Um, and who else? Who else? I'm kind of listening to a lot of dad rock these days. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, you know, we really we don't give the guess who enough credit, you know? No, <laughs> like, we don't. Like April Wine? Huh. Like, so, yeah, I think we're, I think we've reached the point in the cultural horseshoe where, like, you know, dad rock was the 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 cultural thing that like people sort of position themselves against Mm -hmm. and now we've moved so far away from that being considered like the best music that I'm like okay guys I think we're ready I think we're ready to embrace it again we are we are you also forgot Jeff Buckley I'm sorry we have to throw him in the mix but he he didn't commit suicide I, I guess I, he, you know, he hasn't showed up on my Spotify uh, algorithm yet, but I'll give him a chance. I'll give him a try. Are you, are you a, a boy genius? 
No, I hate that shit. <laughs> I would never listen to that. You couldn't pay me to listen to that. Love that. All right, cool, cool. Yeah, so you you haven't listened to any... Okay, I love that. That's good. Like, I'm aware it exists. I've seen yeah. the memes. But I, I think, you know, I'm just like, oh, yeah, I guess people who who are like me like this music i'll put it on and i'm just like no there's yes. nothing for me here yeah fair it just it just doesn't it does not speak to my soul okay that's good just trying to just trying to gauge there is like a cutoff yeah some, i mean sometimes like people i don't know i've people match the fits with what they're listening to these days or how they're feeling and you know. I think if I did that, people would find it actively off-putting. Really? Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't know. I'm just kidding. But like, yeah, I don't, I'm not being like overly serious. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't think there's like a lot of people who like share my music taste. Yeah, the one band that is like current who I listen to and go to their concerts is Pile. Sick really like pile it's this guy rick mcguire he lives in boston just makes kind of like experimental post rock yeah he's like going on a solo tour yeah yeah okay cool we we're gauging yeah what about movies are you like not up to date on that too or are you just movies and um, television I or I'm into movies. I, I I'd like to think I can am conversant in uh, the genre of film. I mean, yeah, I haven't seen everything, but I feel like I know like a decent amount. Yeah, TV. You know, I've seen. I've watched The Sopranos. You know. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, I get. I guess there's a lot of shows that are kind of taken for granted as like these things that everybody's seen and I've never seen. I'm like, yeah, no, I've never seen How I Met Your Mother. I've never seen Parks and Rec. Oh. I've never seen Community. Like, oh, I'm sure they're funny, but like, it, oh, I've never seen 30 Rock. Like, it, they've just never sort of like crossed my specific path. And now it's at the point where like, oh, I would have to like go back and watch them. And that just doesn't really hold any specific appeal. But me, so. Sex in the City... Yeah, I I did. <clears throat> I I have seen Sex in the City because uh, I guess it's been like more like relevant to my life in the last several years. Um, so that's been okay. But yeah, it wasn't really something I like grew up on. Like I remember going on this field trip, like in high school, we went on this field trip to New York, and a bus trip. It's like a nine-hour bus ride to New York City. Um, and the bus had a TV and everyone was like, you know, we had to like vote on like what to watch on the TV. And somehow we ended up watching Sex in the City. On and the bus? Never, yeah. And I remember thinking like how these women in their mid thirties are really pathetic. Like they, all they think about is men. Like, I don't understand like why this is so important to them, et cetera, et cetera. And now that I'm like the same age as them, I'm like, oh yeah this this is this hits like this is uncomfortably like close to reality so yeah you know you don't you don't learn the lessons until you're ready to learn the lessons you know and that right there is true because for some That's odd it. reason i'm finishing up sex and the city and it's 
it's just painfully accurate in yeah my life. yeah and then I and then I was like okay I guess I'll watch the like and just like that and it was so bad <laughs> yeah it was brutal yeah Damn. the minute Miranda fell in love with Che Diaz I was like don't do it girl don't do it and she did it she did it yeah but that's the thing she had she she had to learn the lesson we all have to learn the lesson exactly we, we all learn, learn it learn. at different times <laughs> but are you Miranda did the lesson. what about girls are you a girl's girly or no yeah I mean that was something that like was my generation and so I watched it at the time and like loved it I don't think I finished the series I feel like I dropped off at around like season four maybe yeah the sense that I got at the time which like maybe I would feel differently watching it was that the first few seasons were like extremely poignant and relatable but then like because Lena Dunham's like really drawing so much from her own like neuroses and like psyche and life experience and then obviously that show made her extremely famous. So she becomes, you know, like uh, she's like vaunted into this like different stratosphere of life and just basically isn't a normal person anymore, but she's still writing this TV show about normal people. So she doesn't really have the same like grounded experiences to draw from. So yeah, I didn't find the, I, yeah, I just lost interest because I thought this isn't successfully doing what I want it to be doing and I think I rewatched season one like I don't remember but like at some point like within the last five years because it came out what like 12 years ago now yeah um and yeah it was just remember it being like man this is so good I think it was during the like Lena Dunham is canceled era I'm just like I don't know I, I just I remember the show being good and then I watched it confirmed it was good was so like good. you people are wild and then yeah and now it's like experiencing a renaissance once again so yeah i'm I'm pro girls for sure me too but it's also painfully accurate yeah yeah i would you know what maybe maybe i'll start that one again because i i do need something the curse just finished so i don't have a show on the go right now I haven't done the curse yet. You're beating me on that. Yeah. Well, I'm like a Nathan super fan. So Ooh. yeah, I'm like complete. Like I've seen Nathan for you like many times. Haven't watched. I've only seen the re rehearsal once, but yeah, I'm just like completist, like would do anything for him. You you do give Nathan vibes. A little bit, eh? Yeah. The, yeah. your, the pauses, the, I don't know your sense of humor. Well, yeah, that's like, the thing. I feel very seen by him. I'm like, oh, this this caters to my exact sense of humor. So I just love it. Yeah, the curse was wild. I don't, yeah, it's like, it's basically impossible to like it. Like you can't watch it and be like, wow, I really liked this show. But then you finish it and you're like, okay, so this was deeply unpleasant to watch every single moment that I was like, experiencing it but it was actually like you know brilliant and amazing and i'm so glad i did watch it so you're yeah. also giving a hint of emma stone too just a little bit somebody somebody once was like 
Tina Fey. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> Is that a compliment? <laughs> but um, you know, I'll take it. Like, funny. you know, she wrote girls. Like, people think she's very funny. So, gotta take you know, I SNL. Yeah, I will take Tina Fey as a compliment, one hundred percent. The only reason why Emma, I don't know if you've seen Poor Things, but you know the fits and Poor Things. Oh yeah, the fits look amazing. I don't think I need to see Poor Things just because amazing film. I've, ne- I've never walked out of a Yorgos Lanthimos movie feeling like happy to be alive. Yeah, <laughs> like every time the credits roll, I'm just like. Okay, so uh, what's next? Yeah, like you just leave with like this like awful like pit in your stomach. And I just think I'm like, you know, I don't feel like exposing myself to that right now. (laughs) I don't want to actively feel bad. So I just, you know, I don't need to see that. Um, And also it's just like, from what I've read, it's like Emma Stone, like, masturbating for like an hour and i'm like i just i don't need to see that like i saw it. i'm happy with her but i really don't need to listen to her like groaning for a really long time it was worth it okay good <laughs> i'm happy for you <laughs> but you're also giving an also a hint of francis mcdermott Oh, okay. I don't even know what she gives because she's just like an an actress. Like she kind of like just dis- like absorb dissolves into like each role. But you know, you know, you're right. I guess she does kind of have her own vibe. Which That's- I'm thinking about now, and I'm like, yeah, yep, yep. I give that off definitely. <laughs> just like eccentric, self consciously eccentric, but also like unable to filter it like it's just inescapable just put all of those together yeah makes as well yeah yeah so <laughs> none of that makes sense and it's great <laughs> and yeah very knowable uh <laughs> makes sense person definitely <clears throat> lastly you're a capricorn right Mm-hmm. Fellow Capricorn over here. Just want oh, to say amazing. we're the best. A hundred percent. Happy birthday. Oh, thank birthday. you. <laughs> I was like, oh, are we gonna like talk about astrology? But okay, no, we I mean we can or we can't, like up to you. Wait. What's your take on astrology? Are I do you think that we're done asking? signs are we still in it are we i would never discuss astrology with a man okay okay cool so we're done (laughs) we're done with it all right it's women's business (laughs) oh okay okay cool 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 cool. no it's just it's i don't know it's just funny it's something that i like read when i'm like depressed and like need some kind of direction in my life but then when i'm like happy and doing well i like don't ever think about it and i'm like i don't need this so you know, it, it it waxes and wanes in terms of its like usefulness and application into one's life. And it probably doesn't need to be taken too seriously. But at the same time, sometimes you read something and it just feels incredibly apt. So yeah, I I love it and I respect it. And I also love and respect people who don't care about it, like to each their own. To each their own. That's perfect. Yeah. 
I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, hats off to you and everything that you do for some Desire Wear Many Hat Solutions. Have you considered writing a book yet or? Yeah, I got an agent and like had this idea and then just didn't have the discipline to do it. So that kind of sucks for me, I guess. No. But yeah, you know, I don't know, maybe someday, but it's not really like. I feel like people do it as like this ego thing and I'm like, mm -hmm. well, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like it might break me if I like write a book and nobody cares about it. And I feel like that's what happens to like 95% of books that get written. So yeah, I'm like, I don't know if I have the emotional maturity to like, but that's the thing. Write a book that's not like a New York Times bestseller, which like, obviously it wouldn't be. So yeah. I, I'm just going to be the first to say that I'd, I would totally read it because I know that it would hit. There's like some funny, okay. there'll be funny moments. There would be funny moments. I'd like to think so. Yeah. Well, thank you. Well, I will. I'll. I'll keep working. <laughs> How we end off the show is, if you were to get a chest tattoo quote, what would it be? Oh yeah, I had to think about this, and I. I mean, firstly, I would never get a chest tattoo. A, <laughs> you know, because it's a chest tattoo, and B, I don't like tattoos that are words like I only like image-based tattoos however if I was forced at gunpoint to get a chest tattoo with words in it <laughs> it would probably say nothing matters that's a good one that's yeah nothing tier. matters yeah also where is the place you like to go to hang your hat like a place it's... that you like to oh is it gonna be Toronto it's gotta be Toronto God. yeah or do you need like a specific place in Yeah, Toronto? you can yeah, give me a specific place. Everyone's been service leveling me lately. Oh, well, I don't know. I just I love I love my apartment, which is called the Freak Palace. Uh ah. it, I've decorated it. Yeah, I've decorated it in a way that just screams Freak Palace and like my Wi-Fi. Uh, Wi-Fi network name is Freak Palace. So that's why I named my Substack Freak Palace because I sort of exist in this, in within the context of this Freak Palace. So I hang my hat in Freak Palace. How how did it get the name? I just made it up. Oh, really? It's just, a it's a great name. Yeah, I'm like, well, I'm a freak and this is my palace, so. I, I bet you throw crazy parties there. No, I don't like people in my things. But I'll go to crazy parties. Like, I'll bring the crazy to the party, but you can't come here. Spoken like a true Nathan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's so weird. I can't deal with it. <laughs> Plug your socials. Where can people find you? Um, so I'm at Isabel Sloan on Twitter and Instagram. And my substack is freakpalace.substack.com. It's a great Substack. I usually don't subscribe, but that one, I had to. It's really Thank good. Thank you. I'm trying. I'm trying really hard. Like I mean, I'm having a lot of fun with it. So, don't pay wallet. Support me. <laughs> well, thank you, Isabel, for coming on Wear Many Hats. It was great to have you. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it.
Till next time, this is Wear Many Hats presented by Jassar and I'm Rashad. Peace.